0: Hey Faith family, welcome to the Beyond Sunday podcast at Calvary Bible, where we go beyond the Sunday sermon to explore some rabbit holes and to bring some biblical truths to the surface. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Alright, welcome back to the Beyond Sunday podcast. Randy, thanks for being with me again. Good morning. You're gonna thank me for this. I bet. I got a joke.
1: Oh, please.
0: What is the most the most condescending bear?
1: Uh, it's got to be humble. Something
0: a panda. No, that's not
1: good. Is that from your daughter? <laughs> no, that was not a Maddie oh, joke. Okay. okay. I just I don't uh, want to offend your girls. No, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be mean to no, that. You
0: said that wasn't good. I think that was actually pretty funny. That one got a chuckle out of me. Um, so brought it to the table, just throwing it out there. It was really good. You guys are welcome to use that. Excellent. Yep. I wouldn't be surprised if you pull that out.
1: Oh my! You think? You think?
0: Yeah, you know, you're in one of those places. You're sitting with someone and you're talking, and say, so, yeah, "I heard a funny joke the other day." My colleague, I a panda. I
1: can't even. I can't even <laughs> think of any time conversing with any of my friends that I say, "Hey, I, I got a joke for you." That's <laughs> just not where I
0: go. Maybe you're at a zoo. I'm too serious. You're at a zoo and you see too a panda, and that's what brings it up in your mind, that could, that could happen. Did I ever tell you my Flamingo joke? Oh, please. <laughs> my wife told me that I needed to stop impersonating a Flamingo. So I had to put my foot down. Oh. <laughs> there we go. Oh my. That's a funny one too. All Aren't right. Aren't you glad you're listening? Aren't you? I bet they are glad you think. All right. Uh, let's get into it. We okay. were in the heart of the Bible. Yeah. The law and the prophets yeah. summed up in this. So whatever you wish that others would do to you, do also to them. For this is the law and the prophets, mm-hmm. followed by the wide and the narrow gates. Yeah. Um, so you pointed it out, and um, I just think it's fascinating. And we don't think about it often when we're reading our Bibles, mm-hmm. the subtitles that are there and how the. English Bibles, you know, break our text up. Yeah. Actually, for my devotional readings, um, I read out of a reader's Bible, mm-hmm. um, which has nothing. Right. No cross references, right. no verse markings, right. no it subtitles. It's the only thing it marks is the chapter. Yeah. So if I'm in Matthew 7, I know I'm somewhere in Matthew 7. Yeah. Um, and it does change the way that you read. And mm-hmm. it's even got like a nice block format, you know, yeah. not the two columns. Just, it's, Changes the way that you read your Bible a little bit. But anyway, our Bible is shaped, most of ours, Mm -hmm. two columns, Mm -hmm. subtitles, verses, etc. And it does seem to be like a shift in the the sermon here. There's a change. You know, you marked the first word in verse 12. So um, kind of summing up where we've been so far. Mm -hmm. And then the shift in verse 13 kind of starts to like we're heading downhill. Uh, the we end are. is yeah. the end of the sermon is yeah. coming so what four,
1: four warnings
0: yeah what's the deal uh with what's going on there in that shift and, and you may have mentioned it Sunday but I
1: did so I, I think that um, one of the things for us to think about you know putting scripture like this into practice beyond Sunday is that verse 12 is a very simple summary of all of Jesus teaching so far
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, so if you were if you were saying, "Okay, um, I need a barometer for my Christian walk this week," use verse twelve. Just just make sure that uh, this week you're treating others the way you wish they would treat you. Mm-hmm. That is distinctly Christian when that is a faith-based uh, response. It's not, mora- it's not. It's not. It's yeah. not just moralism, uh, mm-hmm. because this is all based upon. This is a relationship with Jesus, Jesus giving you the ability to do something that you could not do on your own. And so that in any of the circumstances that you find yourself this week, can you uh, can you put into practice verse twelve? so that if it if it truly is, if if the word so is functioning as I think it is,
0: yeah,
1: taking us uh, taking us back through the whole sermon, Mm -hmm. uh, then this is a good way to uh, to call it just Gauge your faith journey this week.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: How am I treating people this week?
0: Right. And is there a, a, I almost wondered, and maybe you thought about it, if you were going to handle that two different sermons, because there's, I, I was did, looking I at did. your subtitles again too. Uh, point number one, a summary of the Christian life, yep. and then point two, where the Christian life begins, yep. um, verses 13 and 14. Yeah. So, it, it, what's the connection there? Is there much of a connection? I don't think so.
1: I honestly don't. I think what, what I had to do is I had to decide, I'm not going to spend a whole sermon on verse 12 because it mm-hmm. becomes, from from my methodology, it just becomes too tedious. Yeah. A lot of preachers would do that. They would mm-hmm. spend a lot of, they could spend more than one sermon, for instance, on verse 12,
0: mm-hmm. but
1: that's just not the way I'm wired. And I don't think it's the best way really to get a sense of Matthew uh, when you're trying to do a series like we are. So I made a choice that I would do them together. Um, I, I think because because we do have a summary, but then we have this sort of this initial, okay, um, are you in
0: type mm-hmm.
1: of thing. And that's the best I could do. I, I really don't think there's a tight connection. I don't know. Uh, it's not listed here in this electronic version, but you're... Your scripture does it break 12 from 13
0: in a paragraph? Yeah,
1: so it has a, a paragraph by itself, yep, but but not a separate heading.
0: Not a separate heading
1: that's that's the thing that was kind of kind of weird when I looked at that. And I think when I was asking the folks on Sunday to take a look at their text, mm-hmm. so there again, for whatever reason, the English, you know, maybe they ran out of. Maybe they only had a quota for the number of headings they could use. I have no idea. Yeah.
0: Okay. So I don't,
1: I don't think that there's a strong connection. Okay.
0: Um, all right. So let's, let's get a little practical here. Um, what's the, I was, I was thinking about what is, can anyone oppose this? What's the opposite philosophy or mindset to, do unto others. Just treat others as you would want to be treated. So it almost seems like good, you can't argue against no, that. That's but good, you, I think you can. Yeah, be the opposite. You about?
1: may have a better uh, read on this than I do. So I, I appreciate the thought of that. Mm-hmm. So I think one of the things that I think we want to ask ourselves, trying to live the Christian faith this week, is why wouldn't I do this? Why why would I treat people differently than I would want to be treated? And my answer to that is because of my selfishness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and I may not be tracking your thought at all. How would you oppose this? I I could see a either a non-Christian or a struggling Christian saying, "It's not in my best interest to treat someone this way." Mm-hmm. Let's use Let's use a big one forgiveness. Yeah. So if if I, I I would want you to forgive me, mm-hmm. well, therefore I, for, I should forgive you.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That is, by the way, in the context of the Sermon on the Mount, because there's yep. a lot of there's a lot about forgiveness. forgiveness. Mm-hmm. There's a lot about extending mercy. Yeah. So, I you know I could easily say, it's not in my best interest to forgive you right now.
0: It allows the upper hand to stay. Yeah. You retain the power. Yeah. So is
1: that is that what you're after as far as mm-hmm. a you know, how would you oppose, what's a contrast to this, this, this rule? As I learned, I didn't, I didn't realize how prevalent this is in every culture. Mm-hmm. It seems like every culture and every religion recognizes this golden rule.
0: Yeah. It, it does seem so, to come out.
1: Especially with the negative, uh, whatever, whatever you hate when it's done to you, yeah, don't, don't do the, that, uh, don't do that to others. Is sort of the, the, that's the more prevalent reading, right? Jesus is the one that gives the positive.
0: Yeah. Um, because I was thinking about through the Old Testament, um, these, these nations that are taking over other nations and, and moving, yeah. they're, they're not doing unto the other nation what yeah. they would want to be done to them. It's a power grab. Uh, if you're the more dominant force, you go get it, Take it. you get it because that's exactly. going to enlarge your, exactly. your reach. Um, I was just doing a little bit of reading on, uh, Nietzsche and he opposed this do one to roll. others. Yeah. Pretty staunchly on like what, on what basis that same kind of mindset, just, uh, you know, exploiting, yeah. uh, the, the yeah. weak, yeah. um, the, the strong will survive yeah. kind of a deal. Yeah. Um, so yeah. And then the more I thought about it too, you're thinking about power, right. right? A right. lot. And the question maybe then is what is the most powerful way to rule and so many people, you, you'll see that maybe in the business world or whatever, the way you lead a relationship, you lead your family, you lead whatever. Am I going to domineer over somebody mm-hmm. and inflict my yeah, your will my will because I'm more powerful than them? Or am I going to influence and lead them by treating them as I would want to be treated? Yeah. And one person, I mean, they're not gonna, going to agree. But right. I mean, I think Jesus lays the argument here for us to say, care for a, if you yeah. run a business yeah. care for your employees like yeah. you would want them to care yeah. for you right um
1: and you can see right that if if we if we talk about pure selfishness or a power trip mm-hmm. that you that you raise well the, but the ultimate authority that we're dealing with here is Jesus and his kingdom so you can see that this is this is a person the person that is being transformed by Christ can do verse 12 because they have laid down their authority Mm -hmm. gladly submitting to, which was one of the ways in which we defined that entering through that narrow gate. Mm -hmm. So in this sense, uh, virtually every, virtually every instruction of Jesus is a way is, is, is a way into that gate. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's what we're saying when we enter that narrow gate and we're not there yet, but the, the link is there. Entering the narrow gate is my saying, Jesus is going to dictate, Jesus is my authority for living. Mm-hmm. And he told me not to be on a power trip, yeah. but to treat others like I would want to be treated.
0: Okay, so let's get to verses 13 and 14. Um, the gate. This uh, y- You kind of flipped the the gate in uh, on me a little bit. I'm, I was always reading that text thinking the gate being like the gates of heaven, like that's the final, you know, my life is this journey. And when I die, am I yeah, going to be going through the narrow gate? Yeah. But you kind of put it at the beginning it's where the, the Christian start. life begins. Yeah. Why would you read it that way? Because,
1: it- because Jesus is talking to people and he's telling them, get in now. So he's not saying anything about the uh, end. He's right. actually saying, you're listening to me and I'm just starting to tell you how things go in my kingdom. So you have to be prepared to go through this narrow gate with me. Mm-hmm. That's why I would put it that way. Gotcha. Yeah. I yeah. think the
0: reason I maybe thought about it the way I did was because speaking of the way, yeah. the way to the yeah. gate, but the way, go ahead.
1: Okay, well, but so if, if I just ask you, and mm-hmm. this is really interesting too, notice the sequence in Jesus' teaching, which yeah. comes first. The gate. And then the- The way. Yeah, so,
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, and I'm not the first one to see that observation, obviously, but that's, yeah. but that's one of those interpretive moves Mm -hmm. it's like jesus did that on purpose yeah so what we're looking at is not uh, what we're looking at is we we are looking at an entry point gotcha and it's very Mm restricted because it's based upon i'm the new i'm the new authority now i forgot this i I i hadn't forgot it but you and i haven't covered this for a long time do you remember the sermon that you did early on on the sermon on the mount where you hmm. talked about a lot of the parallels between Jesus and Moses, remember yeah. that? Mm-hmm. So I forget when that was. Yep. So
0: um, that was actually right so, before the sermon. So what? On, I think. It,
1: yeah, but it was but it was right. You know, in the beginning of Matthew. Yeah,
0: yeah th- that's right.
1: That's right. We hadn't even got to the sermon yet, mm-hmm. but Matthew is setting us up for this. So um, when you're reading uh, when you're reading the Sermon on the Mount, this is Jesus saying, "This is the new law." Go back to the law and the prophets for a yeah. moment. The Sermon on the Mount is Jesus giving us, "I'm the new lawgiver, mm. so I am mm. like I'm I'm the greater Moses." Yeah, and the sermon is a classic example of that.
0: Okay, yeah, um, he's recreating in some something in us. Yeah, uh, that he's calling us to. Um, that brought to mind last week. I, I brought up the ambassador, right? One of my scholar friends. Yes, uh, that's right, William Branch. Yeah, so that brought to mind another song, um, back in the day, Switchfoot, one of their early, probably their most well-known early albums, uh, was titled a new way to be human. And I was thinking about the name of that song and it's a unique song. The lyrics are good enough, you know, but just that phrase in and of itself, a new way to be human. Christ is calling us to live in a way that is radically different than the world around us. And yeah, it's it's yeah. distinctly new. It is, it is. It's fresh.
1: Could uh, could I listen to Switchfoot on DAC WDAC?
0: By now you might be able to. <laughs> think I could? This is going back to the late yeah. okay. late nineties, I right. think. I don't know if they're playing late nineties music or not. Yeah, I'll have to ask Bill Patton. He may know. I bet he won't. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that's uh yeah, that's just where my mind went. Sure. What, what Jesus is calling to this narrow gate. Once I'm through it, the way is now going to be. How is it described? Hard, hard. Is that that's the only adjective there?
1: It's the only one that's there.
0: Okay, so it's a, it's a hard way, and submitting my life to Jesus, uh, giving him my day, giving him all the things we've talked about—my finances, my my time, my family, my—you name it. Yeah, that's a it's a hard thing. And like you said in the sermon, um, when you're in the minority, right? when you were living yeah. as a minority people yeah. here in this world. And so the minorities pretty often get uh, gets a difficult path. Yeah. Um, so we, we can expect that.
1: Yeah. I, you know, I, I just want, I want us to remember that this is, this is the first of four warnings. Mm-hmm. And each of the warnings that we're going to cover in the weeks to come, it's the first of four they're contrasting pairs so in this case you've got two gates or in in two ways that are contrasting here in the first warning we know that those who find the hard way are few so that that warning is for us so if you're thinking about your faith walk your faith journey beyond sunday this Mm -hmm. week we we do we all need to make sure that we are in the few category And the way to tell that, the way to know that is to make sure that Jesus is your authority, that that strict gate. You've gone through that strict gate and you've gladly submitted to his rule. Well, that means that everything about your life today and this week is guided, is is directed by him. Mm -hmm. So it, it takes us back to every avenue of life. Yeah. Are we through that restrictive gate of Jesus' authority?
0: No, that's a great that's a great question. Um, so I didn't
1: say this. So let me do yeah. a couple of things. So, so every, it, it's scary, but it's possible that every congregation has this ratio. Mm-hmm. Think about our faith mm-hmm. family now. Mm-hmm. It's saying that the many are going in the wide gate, mm-hmm. the few. So d- just think about how scary this is for us personally yeah. in our in our yeah. work. So and for you too, just uh, just think through the ratio. And so the warning is designed for all of us to take stock of how much does Jesus rule our lives. I just I wanted to say, and I forgot on Sunday, but you know Chuck Swindoll back when he was still at the church out in California, Fullerton, the Evangelical Free Church of Fullerton. Okay. Chuck Swindoll said that the longer he served that faith family, the 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 less. Um, uh, the more he realized that less and less of his listeners were christian hmm. so the longer he served the more he realized that less and less of his congregants were christian
0: what did he attribute that to
1: he's he's watching he's watching people come to church profess christ but not change hmm. So that, that was, and I, and I was, if I remember correctly, I was in seminary at the time I heard that. Okay. That shook me I bet. as a young pastor, because I'm thinking as, as a young pastor in training, I'm thinking, wow, that's Chuck Swindoll.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He's saying that. And I know he preaches the Bible. Mm-hmm. Uh, that really, that really struck me as a young man. I thought this is, this is a very difficult task to bring people through that narrow gate. Mm. So that's, that, that really, uh, it's a sobering that's so, thought. That's the word. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah
0: it really is. Yeah. Um, anything else you wanted to add there? No. Okay. That's a lot. Well, um, I'll close with a little story I, I heard. I was reading about uh, a teacher out in the Los Angeles region. I to say it was back in like the 40s. Challenged his class. I don't know if this is a Christian school, but I don't know. Yeah. Um, it might not even be real, but I think the principles there. So challenges the class to go home and for ten days live by this golden rule. The golden rule. But not tell anybody. Just do Just it. Just do it. And see what happens. And overwhelmingly the students came back and were like, It's unbelievable the change, the relationships, the interaction. And so that's one of those so good. it's this, you know, backwards way of thinking where Nietzsche's mindset makes a lot of sense. You know, yeah. if I've got the power if you're thinking of survival. Yep dominate, just take it. Yeah. Um, but the the power to influence relationships and change the your spheres of influence by just being compassionate, sympathetic, yeah. Yeah. kind, loving, generous, yeah, is yeah. gonna change things.
1: And it might be it might be one of the best ways for us to, to challenge us on beyond Sunday is to say, think about the relationships that you have in your world Mm-mm. where you're right now you're having a hard time to do verse 12 yeah and if that's the case then that's where you adjust and get through that strict gate that mm-hmm. that very narrow gate mm-hmm. then maybe that is the best way for us to think it through yeah who am I struggling with the most to extend the golden rule I like it and where does Jesus come into play okay
0: yeah that sounds good all right that should be a wrap for today good uh next week we're going to be in verses 15 through. Do you know?
1: Yeah, fifteen through twenty. Okay. That's yeah. The next. The second warning.
0: My my subtitle. Two trees. In my English Bible says a tree and its fruit. Yeah. So two trees. So it should be trees and their fruits.
1: If it was. Okay. Yeah.
0: All right. Good. Yeah. Um, looking forward to that. Um, looking forward to seeing you guys uh, when we we'll see you Wednesday Sunday, mm-hmm. all over the place at the grocery store. Mm-hmm. Okay. On, On the ball field at the ball field yeah saw a couple people yesterday at the ball field it's good Um, as always if you have any questions about this podcast or one of the ones in the past or the sermon that you're listening to on sunday just send those questions into podcast at cbcmj.com rattle that off pretty quick i can spell it for you guys but you're above average so send those questions in there we'd love to interact with them and randy and i'll do this next week all right see you love you guys Thanks again for joining us on today's episode. And remember, our Sunday sermons are meant to lead us to a life of worship beyond Sunday.